Welcome, welcome. You're listening to our podcast, Two Massage Therapists in a Microphone. My name is Mark. I'm a registered massage therapist, registered kinesiologist here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. We've got a real cool guest on our Zoom phone, Zoom, whatever. Some cameras are going on. I don't know. I don't know. This camera <laughs> I, above. I've got camera cameras at every angle right now, which those of you who listen to us regularly know I hate this shit. Like, I purposely do a <laughs> podcast because it's audio and you can just listen to we're, me without having to see me. <laughs> we're experimenting. We're experimenting. We're with experimenting. The, it's fun. It's okay. Things. Hey everyone, it's Amanda, and we've got Cleopatra on the phone with and us. That's and I, her real name. Right? Yeah, and I told her just She's before we lying, started you're lying. that I'm so excited to <laughs> meet somebody named Cleopatra because I never have, and I just find it such a unique name. I mean, it's a famous name, but I've never met anybody with it. So uh, I'll give you a little bit of background. Cleopatra and Mark are um, connected on LinkedIn. And she works in supplemental insurance. And if you don't know what that means, don't worry. I learned four minutes ago and she will explain (laughs) it to you. So she wanted to talk to us a little bit about um, what that means and, you know, what we should be considering as independent uh, contractors, most of us, and especially in the type of work we do. And uh, we've had some some people on talking about insurance before, but never, Not this, never this. So uh, Cleopatra, thanks for hanging out with us from Edmonton today. Yes, thank you for inviting me. I'm super excited to share some information with you guys. All Ooh. right. So before we begin, can you give a brief introduction to our listeners, a little bit about you, your background, and how you got into insurance? Because it really, it really <laughs> want to know i'm not gonna lie <laughs> like we had another dude we had another dude that 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 was on our podcast and and he sells professional liability insurance and i'm like how did you get into this man and he's like you know it's actually in my genes he comes from a family of people that yep that that generations that sell insurance he's like i guess i just had to do it my, <laughs> i tried to be a bartender and my dad told me like don't do that go into insurance, sell insurance. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. Insurance is definitely not something that you grow up thinking, hey, one day I'm going to be in insurance. <laughs> usually insurance is super boring and not sexy whatsoever. Are you sure? Um, How can we make insurance sexy? Let's 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 make insurance sexy. Let's brainstorm. How do we make let's, insurance let's sexy? Let's do that today. Let's make today be the day that insurance becomes yes. fucking sexy. You will have yeah, a different perspective on insurance after today, promise. Amazing. <laughs> so yeah, a family member actually kind of got me into it. She was doing financial and insurance. And so I was kind of deciding what I should do with my life. And so I kind of just went on board with her and ended up learning a lot. And throughout my time doing insurance, I've just personally seen people um, struggle because they didn't have it or just things in my family. And I was just like, wow, you know, if they had coverage or had something in place, like they wouldn't have been in this position today. Right. So kind of that's where I grew a passion for it. And so before I was doing life insurance and critical illness, and those are so important, of course, you know, one in three Canadians will get cancer. So, you know, the odds are high. (laughs) And, you know, so it's just, you know, trying to be proactive. But what I found was that not everybody cared (laughs) about dying one day and leaving some money behind. (laughs) So it wasn't really like always for the everyday person. Can I ask you a question about that? Based on your experience, what is the personality of someone who who doesn't care? I'm just out of curiosity. Because I know I probably was in that camp, you know, before. 
until before, his before wonderful, beautiful wife forced him to get life insurance. Oh, well, yeah, sort of. <laughs> you know what? I think it's such a guy thing to not care about insurance or not care, but they just don't think about it, right? Right. My dad was the same way. My mom still pays for his insurance and they're not even together, <laughs> but yeah. they still have like- I do, I do pay for Mark's life insurance, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> and it, I think too, yeah, after you own a home or you have kids, now people think about, okay, well, maybe I should have something in place just in case. But people just don't think that one day they are going to die. We think we're all invincible. It's never going to happen to us. And so I think that is like a mentality blocker that hmm. people do have for sure. You know, I've, I could go on so many tangents with insurance because um, I've seen a lot of discussion and life insurance is definitely a controversial one. There's a lot of people who think, well, this is ridiculous. I'm paying money every month for okay. like, you know, 25 years at least. Okay. And then, you know, at, it, it de- I guess it depends on what type of policy you get. I'm not any kind of mm-hmm. expert. You would know better, Cleopatra. But at a certain point, um, like, for example, somebody like my father, his health isn't fantastic. And he got to a point in his life, I guess, because the term had expired. And then it was going to just cost him so much that him yeah. and my mother realized with based on the money they already had put aside and what it, it right, didn't right, make right. any sense to continue to pay for this policy because he's an old man with health problems. Mm. So yeah. nobody wanted to cover him. Right. So I've seen things, you know, on Facebook land and whatever of people saying like, what a ridiculous thing to buy into. You pay all of this money for what? Then you die what do we need it for? Like there's people who say like, well, I don't need like a big fancy funeral. If I save money and I leave money for my kids, like why do I, why do I need to do this? Um, yeah. Do you encounter a lot of those type of people? And is there, are there scenarios where they're absolutely right? Or do you think that almost everybody who has a family that would be left behind should have some sort of policy? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I love that question so much because it is true. Lots of people do pay into it. And then, yeah, right. If they have a term insurance and by the time, whatever, it's after 30 years, they don't, they don't, you know, have it. And then now it's so expensive because now you're so much older. And of course, if you have health problems, doesn't mean that you're always now insurable. So to that, I say, I totally understand. But for me, I'm like, if you have a family, if you have dependents, then yes, for sure. Even if you never end up using it, God forbid you do actually need it then now what? It's just too yeah. late for a lot of people. Yeah, like I see how it makes sense for myself and Mark. Yeah, we have sure. we, we're a young family. <laughs> we only bought our home that we're in now seven years ago, right? So we have a mortgage. We have young children that are going to have to go to university because yep. Mark won't give them a choice not to. Right. So yeah, I mean, God <laughs> so forbid something happens to one of us. The other parent would at least want to know that they could pay the mortgage and pay for the kids' school. Exactly. So for us, it absolutely makes sense. But I'm sure there's scenarios. And plus, you're where not maybe you're, you're, you're not allowed to remarry or anything else, right? I know. That's... He has so many rules. <laughs> you're not. You're not. You just have to mourn my death until <laughs> until you pass yourself. There are stipulations on that. We need to make amendments to this contract. Okay. You, sir, yeah. need to what? take really good care of I, yourself oh, okay. so you don't die soon. And okay. then I I will sign this contract. <laughs> Put it this way: if if it, if if I go first and I find out that there's some some dude sleeping in my bed, you're gonna haunt me forever, forever for the rest of your existence. <laughs> Maybe I'll do it on purpose I'm so you come visit me. Well, you know, hi. I, don't know. <laughs> I ain't scared of no ghosts. <laughs> Ray Parker Jr. Yeah, 
yeah. Oh, that's awesome. But yeah, for sure. Like if somebody who is like single is renting, you know, just living their life, it doesn't always necessarily make sense for them to have a life insurance. And that's why there's other products out there that are just suited better for that type of person than having something that they're going to pay for for a long time when they can decide that on at a later date. So it just really depends on the person, like what lifestyle they live and all those types of things Mm -hmm. as well. Okay. So I totally cut you off as you were doing your intro. You no longer do life and critical illness, right? Like what is this supplemental insurance that you are now working with? So, um, yeah, so I got approached by this company and, um, just for compliance reasons, I can't say the name, but, um, anyways, I saw what their products were and, I was just kind of blown away because it was just literally about everyday things. (laughs) So it's about, you know, literally things, people like breaking bones, um, you know, hospital stays, stitches, like who knew you could get stitches and get paid out for it Mm -hmm. (laughs) or sprains or strains. So when I saw all this, you know, different insurance, I was like, wow, this is a different and it's more relatable. So basically supplemental is supplements on top of anything else that you're getting. So what's great is that with our insurance is that it actually pays on top of anything else. So, um, you know, in Ontario, you guys have WSIB. So we have WCB. (laughs) And um, so if you get hurt at work, uh, you know, that is what will pay out, but we actually will pay on top of that. So it's nice So people can actually have like two different sources of income now potentially making their full-time income while they're off work getting better, things Mm -hmm. like that. So this, yeah, this is another area of controversy in our profession, at least, is the topic of disability insurance. So Mm -hmm. on one hand, it totally makes sense to me. You know, we work with our bodies. Our job is physical. What Mm -hmm. if I break my arm? What if something worse happens and I'm out for three, four, five, six months, right? Like I understand that, but then there's a ton of people on the other side that say, I again, don't see the point in paying all this money for a a number of reasons. One, likely you're never going to make a claim. And I mean, we all hope we never have to make a claim. It's a good day if you don't make a claim. It's a good day if you don't have to make a claim. But then the other thing that I'm seeing a lot of, and I don't know if this is just like, you know, the urban legends that go around the internet, but a lot of people saying when you do have to make a claim, yes, old man, the interweb, um, (laughs) that you have to fight to get the money when it comes to disability insurance? Like, is there some sort of like onus of proof on the person? Is it a difficult thing to make a claim? Because again, that's where I think a lot of people like myself who are self-employed and have this type of work think like, fuck man, there's insurance for everything. I feel like majority of my life, all I'm doing is spending money on insurance. (laughs) Maybe that's why people don't think it's so sexy. Like all of my money goes to insurance. Oh my gosh, no, I... Probably am totally overinsured. <laughs> I totally am the same way. And so, yeah, I totally can see that argument. So, what is really nice about making a claim with us is that no matter how many times you actually get hurt or sick, whether it's on the job or off the job, we actually will, you know, cover you and pay out the claim each and every single time. And the best part is that your rates don't increase. Mm. So, as long as your claim is legit, you know, you actually did break an arm, <laughs> you actually did get sick. The company is going to pay out. And, you know, that's just our claim to fame is that we actually pay out claims because I know it's hard when you put in a claim and you're like, is this going to work out? And the insurance is fighting with you. But as long as you have all the right information and it is true, the company pays out. And I, I've been with this company now for just over a year and I just sent in my sixth claim and every single claim has been paid out mm. within, you know, 15 days. So 
super fast, super easy process. So it's very different than, yes, <laughs> the traditional car insurance, things like that, that right. you have to wait on. So is Amanda describing something that's accurate though, or is that just the Facebook land, you know, exaggeration? Yeah. Do people have to fight with their insurance? Like this is something where I always say, I'm so naive to this shit because for me, it's like if something wrong actually happened to me, why right, am right, I right. being punished for right, it? Right, right. So does or, this happen? Or, or like little loopholes. Like for example, I'll give a little bit of backstory how we ended up on this podcast, right? So Cleopatra sent me a message on LinkedIn, very typical, you know, LinkedIn type of, type of message. Yeah. And I'm always down to hear what people have to say and everything else. So I'm like, yeah, sure, let's do a call. Let's let's do a Zoom call. And so we started our Zoom call and then she was doing a presentation for me. And it's a presentation that I've seen something very similar before because we have a... Um, we have a business course. We have a two-day business course. And we used to bring in mm-hmm. someone from someone from an insurance company to talk about all this stuff because we figure, hey, we've got a bunch of RMTs here. They're all self-employed people. This is stuff that they should know about. Even if, if, they, if they're not interested, at least know about it. So then she's going through a presentation and I was like, okay, you know, let's let's just pause here. I've seen this type of thing before. It's not exactly, but I've, I've seen something very similar. I personally am not interested. You're likable. Come on the podcast and let's 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 get this information out. But part of that in the presentation, like for example, I have a ganglion cyst on my hands, right? And so part of your presentation was saying that you know, I can't remember exactly how my ganglion cyst came up because it was elective surgeries, right? And uh, so it's this is not covered for me to get this removed in mm-hmm. Ontario, right? So it's an elective. So I'd have to pay for this. And it bothers me because I'm using my hands and it becomes inflamed when I'm using my hands and it causes a lot of discomfort and it, it actually makes it very difficult for me to work. Sometimes actually it can cause irritation just by th- thoroughly washing my hands, which we do a billion freaking times a day pre-COVID. So imagine yeah. what we're doing now. And so that's how I brought it up. I'm like, would this be covered? Uh, because it's an elective surgery. Even, and then I think you were saying, something along the lines of, you know, okay, I can see how that might be an area that could have been gray, but, you know, if you have the proper documentation, including your your medical documentation stating that this is something that you do have and blah, 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 that this might not be so much of an issue, but I can see how a scenario like that could be problematic. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Maybe I didn't explain (laughs) that very well at all. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and like I said, um, yeah, I was like elective surgeries, like oh, getting your butt done, your boobs done, like that. Of course, <laughs> isn't going to be covered. Um, but definitely something. If a doctor was like, yes, I'm going to recommend, you know, put you through to a surgeon, right. and you, you you got your doctor to pretty much sign off on that, then yeah, of course that would be covered. So our claim process is so easy, right? So it's just pretty much like a, a few pages. The doctor literally has to fill out one page, and they're used to filling out like a long form. So is it the company that you work for that the claims process is so simple? Or is it just in general that it's simple? Oh, I don't think in general, it is simple. Like Mm. for our own company, we have, you know, our own underwriting team, our own adjusters, things like that. But for other companies, it is difficult. I worked with this lady and she (laughs) ended up like losing just um, cerebral palsy or whatever, whatever that is called. Yeah. And um, she was making a claim for disability. And um, anyways, they called her and they were like, well, can you open your other eye? Are you sweeping the floors? Are you wiping down the counters? Trying to figure out ways that they didn't, you know, couldn't pay her out because they wanted to prove that she actually wasn't disabled. So for us, that does not happen. (laughs) If they need extra information. Yeah, it's not just Facebook lands. Yeah, and so that's why people like people tend to tune out. So uh, we have uh, Mark and I have a friend whose uh, cousin sells 
sim- it sounds like she works in a similar field as you. Yeah. And yeah. she came in here a couple of years ago. She was the person that I actually ended up going with um, to get our life insurance. But she came in here a couple of years ago to do a presentation for us about disability and critical illness. And, you know, she was talking to us about cancer and hospital stays and bro- like all, all of the things you have mentioned. Yeah. And as she was talking and she's showing me all of these different options and all these and like as she's saying it, I'm thinking like, fuck, I should buy all of these things. But then I look at it and I'm like, I I can't spend hundreds of dollars a month on insurance. So like, yeah. that's the other thing is I think people start to tune out when they realize you can buy insurance for just about anything. Okay. Like, mm-hmm. do you, I, I guess that's your job then, Cleopatra, right? To try to figure out with this person in front of me, like based on their lifestyle, their job, their needs, their whatever, how yeah. to actually guide them in a way that they're not going to be spending an extra $200 a month on a, an insurance that hopefully they'll never have to use. Yes, for sure. So what's so nice about our products is that the accident and sickness are completely two different policies. So Accident is super affordable. Um, our one of our plans is fifty six bucks a month. You can start at fourteen dollars, so it's actually pretty affordable. Sickness, of course, depends just how old you are and everything like that. But it's crazy they don't even ask if you're like a smoker and they don't do any blood tests or anything mm. like that either. So. What's nice is that because our plans are so customizable, we can actually tailor it to the person's budget. So people do think like, oh, insurance is so expensive. And they think they kind of like related to their car insurance. Usually people think, oh, I have to spend 200 bucks a month on this insurance. But really, if they had like 70 bucks to spend, we could actually find the perfect plan for them. So many things like so many things <laughs> you know but sometimes you gotta wait out at the end of the day well, i mean you do. If, if, if i'm working in my clinic and i'm pulling in you know eight grand a month and i injure myself like i'm fucked, fucked. i'm fucked yeah i'm yeah. completely fucked so i mean it makes i don't know i don't know i don't know how rmts don't have disability because most of the rmts that i've talked to that come through our doors don't have disability insurance you know i don't have disability insurance, yeah but right? we also we <laughs> We're also fucking. We're also Cleopatra's fucking rich, kill me after so the call. it's okay, right? We make it rain with the dollars here. No, I'm just joking. He's so right? full of shit. We are not I'm, rich. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But I'm no, kidding. I mean, part of the reason I don't have disability, I will be completely honest about it, is because my main source of income doesn't come from treating. Right. Like if I was exactly. unable that's, to that's, treat, that, that's what I was getting at. patients anymore. It it would not affect my lifestyle that much. Yeah. So. You know, that's why I... We're a slightly different scenario. Yeah, I waited out where I felt, like I said, we have a young family. Life insurance was non-negotiable for right. me. I, I really just wanted mm-hmm. to have that peace of mind. Um, but then the disability kind of well, went to the, the back thing, burner. Especially when you see what most therapists went through with COVID and not being able to work, right? Yeah. And therefore, it just showed me, like, you guys all live fucking hand to mouth, and yeah. if you ever got sick or ever injured yourself, you are really screwed. You, you're screwed. You're really screwed. Yeah. I think that if you are, you know, like your example earlier, Cleopatra, when you were saying like a single person who's just paying rent, um, maybe that's the person. If you're RMT and you're a single person, you don't have another source of income. You don't have a partner to have another source of income. Then, yeah, disability insurance might be something that makes a lot of freaking sense Absolutely. for you. Because makes a lot of sense. How you get, yeah. How you going to make any money if you can't work especially those young dumb dudes right those young dumb dudes that go around just doing dumb things <laughs> it's so true though it's true 
true. Why, it's why true. are you laughing over there? It's, I'm one of them. I'm the only difference is I'm not young, but I go around. I want to ask Cleopatra a question. Do you have a lot of massage therapists as clients of yours? Yes, I actually do. So that's why I reached out to Mark. So I was like, oh, I want to. It would be nice to just expand my network out east and. One of my best friends, uh, she's a massage therapist. And uh, so she's actually the one that's like made two claims just like at last year at the end of summer. So she literally sprained her ankle and, you know, this was on her birthday. So she was a little tipsy, ended up falling, sprained her ankle. I understand, girl. I understand. Yep. All of my injuries have been drunk injuries. Carry yes, on. right. <laughs> and what's so great is that she was actually still able to work somewhat, um, but she was paid out $1,000 for a sprained ankle. Literally the next month, she fractured her arm and then was paid out another $2,700 for her fractured arm. So she, she might need to stop partying. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, right? But it was just, it was so awesome for me to see how this works. Like, you know, she's contract worker, so she's self-employed and she's like, wow, if I didn't have this money, like, how would I have paid my rent? Exactly. Right, exactly. Because there's been times in the past, because I, I have, I have like some serious injuries. Like I have two herniated discs in my back. I've been a candidate for back surgery since like 1996. And there's days when I'm in flare up. It's it, like, I can't do it. Like there was a, there's probably a time when I was what two months. Like I was not it was, able to do it. It was anything. 12 weeks. I was in my first trimester pregnant with our first child. And I had to literally lift him out of bed to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night because he couldn't move at all. Yeah. Even, even around those times, like when I was coming out of like those really bad flare-ups, but I would still have to fucking go to work. Right. And I, I remember it was just a, such a mind fuck actually, because I was working part-time in a, in a clinic while I was teaching the other part of the time. And as I'm in this clinic and I'm hobbling around in so much fucking pain, my foot is completely numb. I got foot drop and I'm helping you injured dude come in. And I'm like, I actually fucking need this probably more than you right now. <laughs> and seriously, and it just, it made working in those scenarios really fucking difficult for me from a psychological standpoint. I'm like, I'm giving you so much fucking care and you're walking out here feeling amazing and all I'm doing while I'm doing this is Killing making yourself. myself fucking worse right now only because I fucking have to. I don't really have a choice we, right now. We had now. no choice. We had literally just bought our our place and just found out I was pregnant and literally within, all within a month of like closing yep. and finding out I'm like all of it happened at the same time yep. suddenly Mark's back goes out and for 12 weeks he couldn't work and we didn't have disability insurance nope. and so he worked as much as he could and freaking killed himself for three months yeah, it was, that was brutal that was, that was tough yeah and a lot of people do that right they go to work and um they have to they have to make you that no choice yeah. and uh so again what's kind of nice and what's different with our disability is that you can actually claim on partial disability. So if you were able to still work, you could still get paid out for, mm -hmm. you know, a month of coverage. Um, and what's nice is that let's say, you know, like what happened right with COVID, no one was working. <laughs> and usually if you got, if you get hurt, disability won't pay because you're not working. Um, but for us, we actually still pay whether you're working oh, wow. or you're not working. Hmm. So yeah, could be at home. <laughs> getting hurt and um still be able <laughs> could to be at home getting hurt <laughs> hey it honestly happens we had a lady literally slip on a sock okay did the splits tore her meniscus oh. and uh, <laughs> right 
So you just never know when anything could happen. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Was it her husband or her children that left that sock there? Because I'm going Probably to assume her. it wasn't her own sock. <laughs> I'm going to go with it was her own sock. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to go with her husband. <laughs> <laughs> I like you already. Um, <laughs> actually, since we're talking, I know obviously you can't give out information about clients, but um, we asked the other person that uh, sold insurance <laughs> when he was here because you guys must hear some really like random shit. Have you ever like had a claim that you're just like, how did that even happen? Like the woman slipping on the sock. Is there anything that comes to your mind of like something just so ridiculous? You know what? I can imagine the yes. insurance office Christmas party. <laughs> must be just a bunch of booze and just the fucking funniest shit yeah. that you guys talk about. Yes. Honestly, people do the stupidest things, right? Um, there was a guy and he <laughs> took out his dog in the middle of the night to go pee. And he fell asleep standing up. So he <laughs> fell face forward, <laughs> smashed his face in and had to get stitches across yeah. his oh face. Oh my God. Hey, I, I can understand that. He fell asleep. Sta- you could fall I get asleep it. I get standing up. Yeah, asleep. you could actually. Yeah, I could do that for sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, who falls asleep standing up? Like that mm-hmm. can never happen to me. But <laughs> <That would> be- <laughs> I don't have a dog. But like, I yes. definitely do that. <laughs> yeah. And um, even we had a guy get in a fight at the bar, got punched in the face. And uh, had to get a few stitches. Was paid out. Hmm. Sex injuries? Anyone? Anyone got some bedroom injuries? <laughs> or w- would they admit that to their insurance broker? <laughs> First of all, if you're doing something in the bedroom where you're going to get injured, you you wear that proudly. <laughs> you wear that like a badge of fucking honor. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, that's amazing. Um, this is how we're making yeah. insurance sexy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Trying out new things in the bedroom right. and getting covered for it. <laughs> you hear that, everyone? If you reach out to Cleopatra, <laughs> all of your wildest dreams could come right. true. And it's, if you get hurt, yeah. it's okay. Go You're install covered. that swing. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about getting <laughs> worry hurt. About <laughs> yes. <laughs> have a bunch of people calling me now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Your phone's going to go crazy later. Yes. That's so good. That's so good. So you you said that your friends are RMT and you have other RMT clients. You know, based on what we were talking about earlier, the young family versus the single person, do you notice mm-hmm. a trend with your your RMT clients? Like is there a person who you feel is like your target audience, the person who needs this coverage? Or again, do you think all of us need it and we're all just being dumb? <laughs> I said it, not her. Don't, don't thinks, send her hate she mail. She thinks we all need it. We're all just being dumb. The same way you and I think everybody fucking needs a massage. You're being dumb. Well, I want to hear from her. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> so, uh, of course, I'm like, yes, everybody needs this. <laughs> and a lot of my massage therapist clients are actually... Uh, you know, younger girls, they're single, they don't have kids yet. Uh, maybe a couple of them have like young families. Uh, so for them, it was kind of just an, a no brainer, because they're like, well, if I can't work, then like, what's going to happen to my income. Yeah. And there was a couple girls, there was one girl who actually got into a car accident, like right before I met her. And she tried to make a claim with her other insurance, but they're like, sorry, you're not hurt for 30 days, we won't pay out. So she was like, well, okay, then. <laughs> You're not <laughs> hurt for 30. Oh, there's like, you have to be out of work. There's for- a waiting period. Oh. Yeah. yeah, even I was in a car accident in October. And I know with the income supplement that would have been offered to me, like through the insurance, yeah. there was there was only a one week waiting period. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. So they wouldn't have paid me for the first. I ended up being off work for four weeks. I probably should have taken more, but I'm a dummy. You should have taken And more. I went back to work and re-injured myself a couple of times. But um, yeah, I it, 
they would have paid out everything minus that one week. I actually never ended up applying for the income supplement because it was a lot of paperwork for a very small benefit. I thought you were going to say, because we're rich. No, we I'm are, kidding. We are not rich. <laughs> <laughs> I keep saying that to myself. Maybe it's going to happen. That's you know what? what? You doing. absolutely should. I used to do that all the time. I'm I would rich. say, I'm rich. I'm rich. You just keep saying it until it, it's keep true. It and it will happen. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's, um, you know, one week, that's a pretty short waiting period. Yeah, usually people have them for 30 to 120 days. And four months is a long time to wait to get any sort of to income. Not, yeah, that's what pisses people off about insurance. And like I said, you know, I'm sure there are, are good packages out there. I'm sure there are good products out there. But I think I speak for a lot of people when I just glaze over when someone starts talking to me about insurance, because you do hear these stories where you have to fight them or there's this waiting period or these huge fucking deductibles, like all this shit where you're like, so come your, on, man. So your problem with insurance is probably not even the cost of things, but no, it's, it's the approach it's, of someone yes. selling you insurance. Um, No. It's not the approach of someone selling me insurance. It's just that I'm... That's my issue with it, by the way. I think I'm just... I'm jaded. I'm jaded from mm. hearing things like what Cleopatra just said. You have to wait for so long. You know, you have to be injured for 30 days to get money. Well, what the hell? What about those 30 days right, that right, I didn't right. have an income? Like, it's just, I don't know. It shouldn't be so fucking hard. We pay so much for insurance that when something does happen, your insurance company should be like, that's what we're here for. Not prove it to me. Let me see. No, you're not hurt quite enough. No, you haven't been hurt long enough. Like, that's the bullshit that people get mad about (laughs) oh yeah for sure like nobody wants to wait that long and the reason why is because it's so expensive to have no waiting period or 30 days so that's why people will be like okay i'll do the 120 day waiting period because then the premium for them is Mm -hmm. so much cheaper but right you know when it comes down to it it's sucks when you have to wait that long. Have you ever had an experience like, I mean, I know the company you work for now, obviously you sound like you're loving it. I don't know how long you've exactly worked in insurance, but have you ever worked in with a company or had an experience where you had to tell somebody like, sorry, your your claim's not going to go through or we're not going to pay? And uh, did that crush your soul a little bit? So thankfully, I've never had that uh, working with this company. So that's been great. The only thing that I've ever had to do that's kind of uncomfortable is um, we have a height and weight requirement. So I've had to tell people like, sorry, you don't qualify for our sickness product just because, you know, you don't fit into the guidelines. So that conversation isn't always comfortable to tell somebody that, but um, I have to. Yep. I can see that. Yeah, that would be a tough one. Yeah. And some people are kind of upset, but it's like, well, I, I don't make the rules. I don't make the guidelines. I don't want to send it in and then them tell you, okay, well, you're denied anyways, right? right, right so right, right. I still get mad at you though. That's just me. Regardless <laughs> if you're just the messenger or you're just doing your job. I don't know. I just get irate sometimes. I wouldn't call it, I, I mean, I did call it irate. You did. But that's the only reason why. I use yeah. It. To me, it's just life, but... <laughs> But yeah, I'm I'm always I'm like the voice of reason telling sometimes. Mark, like, you're yelling at the customer service person who's not responsible for this fuck up. Stop yelling at this poor person. Oh my God, stop yelling at this poor girl. It's not about <laughs> yelling at this person. It's not about yelling at this girl. When you're telling me we can't do something and I'm like, okay, well, let's propose a solution. You're like, I don't have a solution. Well, like, let's find someone that does have a solution then. Well, I don't know who to contact, sir. Well, then you fucking better figure something out because... 
You're, why are you smiling? <laughs> but it's true. To me, that's like, we got an issue here. Let's solve it. Well, I don't know how to solve it. Well, then who does it? If you don't have the power to solve it, let's let's go let's go beyond you. Let's go to someone that can solve this. Well, sorry, sorry, sir, we can't do that. Well, then why can't we do this? Like, if something makes sense to me, I'm gold. But when things don't make sense to me, that's when I'm like, uh, this doesn't fucking make sense to me. <laughs> why is, I can never, this is why I can't work for people. I cannot work for people. Yeah, ever. I'm unfucking employable because most of the times whenever I work somewhere, there's always some sort of rules or regulations that don't make any sense to me and no one ever fucking explains it to me no one explains to me why it's going to be like this why you can't do this i'm like no i don't know man i don't know anyway there, i just ranted <laughs> Fuck. i'm gonna walk away I'm gonna walk away. you're just like why is this happening <laughs> someone give me answers <laughs> it has to make sense absolutely for everyone who's listening because majority of our audience are massage therapists we have some other healthcare people that listen and you yeah. know some people who just think we're delightful to listen to um yeah there's a handful of those. but for the people listening tell us in in, in the easiest terms possible, sort of like what different products exist and why these might be important for us. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've sort of danced talked, yeah, we've, we've danced around it, but give us give us the quick and dirty uh, sales pitch, but not real sales the pitch. The dirty dance? Give us the dirty <laughs> the, dance. The dirty dance. We are making give insurance us, give sexy. Us the, give us the Patrick <laughs> Swayze. <laughs> the Patrick Swayze, okay? That's what I want. Yes. Okay. I love sharing all this stuff. Um. So yeah, we have like a few products few products that are just our main products. Um, so we have one that's for the hospital, one's like an outpatient one, and then we have our disability. So with the hospital, we actually will pay out every single day that you're in the hospital for. So um, our top plan is uh, $300 a day. So really, you know, nine grand a month that somebody could be making um, if they are in the hospital. And what is nice is that we actually paid out until a full year. So of course, you know, not everyone is in the hospital for a full year, but if you are, you know that you're covered. And then what's nice about that is that we actually pay for the recovery period as well. So if you spend anywhere from one to three days, then you get an extra 10 days of recovery. Anything longer than that, four or more, you could receive receive up to three times. So if you were in the hospital for a week, you could receive, you know, now three extra weeks of recovery. And is this for sickness or accident or you just like you said, you have to buy either sickness or accident or sickness and accident? Yeah. So they have the same amount of coverage. It's just whether you want accident or sickness or you decide to get both. Okay. Yeah. So it starts out from anywhere from $75 a day to $300 a day payout. So it's and the nice thing is is that you know we don't base it off of people's income so it's like hey if you wanted the top plan you can totally make you can totally have that even if you don't make $300 a day so it's just based on what the person's decision is and then what i love about that one <laughs> is that uh, we also pay out for fractures and surgeries so this is where if you like break a bone <laughs> or even like for us surgery just means any closing of the skin so stitches staples sutures all of that is actually included in it as well and uh so even let's say somebody had a baby and they had to get you know stitches like that would be covered so <laughs> which is really great so um yeah babies are covered even as well if the baby is like born into the NICU, they're covered. So which is kind of nice for someone who, you know, <laughs> is having a family or for is, sure. you know, thinking about that. Babies are covered. Absolutely. No more babies for me. But for all of you that are wanting to make babies, listen up. <laughs> we can yeah, make insurance right. sexy. We can make babies if you want. <laughs> I don't want to make any more babies. Sure. We'll, play her, we'll play her presentation. How about vasectomies? Are those? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Oh my gosh. Is that what you want? Snip, snip. <laughs> <Is that great? laughs> 
That's hilarious. We're just making her so awkward now. <laughs> She's yeah, like, so- I came on to talk about insurance, guys. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, back to like the pregnancy part. A lot of women ask because, um, you know, they're always, well, it's not always, but majority, there's some sort of complications that are just, you know, happens when you're pregnant, whether it's bed rest mm. or, you know, whatever it may be. So, all of that you're covered for. So, which is, you know, really great if you have to be in the hospital or at home, you know, and be on bed rest. So just kind of peace of mind there and uh, nice to have extra money, of course, when the baby comes. <laughs> and then um, our other two uh, plans. So they're really just great kind of add-ons to that hospital one. That's like our major plan that we have, but one covers stitches and physio. So if you get stitches, you don't even have to miss work. Uh, we'll just pay you out and uh, covers physio and then any medical appliance reimbursements as well. So things like crutches, a cast, you know, those are all out of pocket expenses. And mm-hmm. sometimes people don't realize that they think it's covered by our healthcare, but they're not. <laughs> And then um, our last one is just our, yeah, our disability. So covers up to $2,000 a month. And so, like I said to Mark, like that may not replace your total income, but. But it's better than zero. Exactly. Right. And because it's day one coverage, you know, now you're not waiting 30 to 120 days of no income if you had anything else in or if you're applying for any other you know, assistance, it would just be paid out on top of that. So in a nutshell, (laughs) those are just the three policies that we have. I would love to take a poll, two polls, actually, you can turn this into a poll on, you know, you've got such a huge network of RMTs that you talk to. One, whether um, people have disability insurance, and you know, maybe even why or why not. But the other thing is, you know, as you were talking, I was thinking about another type of insurance that Mark and I up to this point have chosen not to buy into is like any kind of medical, dental, extended healthcare coverage. Like Mm -hmm. when I go to the dentist, I just pay out of pocket. If I take my kids to the dentist, I pay out of pocket. If I go for a massage, I pay the therapist, etc. And I was thinking about, you know, there's a lot of self-employed people that choose to get, especially again, if they have families, they choose to get medical and dental coverage. So if you've got that and then you've got your life insurance and then it goes back to, again, this massive amount of insurance, I would love to do a poll to see what people find more value in, like what Cleopatra's talking about or having the stuff that they use regularly day to day. Hmm. If if I put this out in Facebook land. How would I vote? Yeah. How would you vote? Um, I think that the way we're doing it, like, I think that I would be more inclined to get something like what she's talking about, yeah, like get sure. disability, mm-hmm. accident, sickness, mm-hmm. because those are things that can come out of nowhere and hit you like a ton and of bricks. Fucked, yeah. And then you're fucked. You're absolutely fucked. Versus like, okay, you have the only reason, even the most expensive dental procedure one of the, exactly. is not going to be as expensive as having to be in the hospital for three exactly. weeks. And then on top of that, like when we, when we were looking at all this stuff, the amount of money that I would pay into extended healthcare coverage like that, I would never use i don't don't i don't use it as nearly as much like i i I end up paying into it way more than i would pay out in any claim for anybody at any moment in time so i understand it doesn't make sense for us like oh well you guys have kids like what if one of your kids does need a dental procedure so we pay for the dental procedure yeah and because it's still cheaper for for us to pay for that procedure thousands of dollars than to pay into this month after month after month after month when most of us are relatively healthy and so long as none of us need expensive medication exactly exactly then that's a whole other conversation that'll come for, you know, that day if it ever comes along. But yeah. 
that's a whole other story. Do maybe you, it's the same do story, you get that as, as a, a roadblock when you're trying to sell people these products, Cleopatra, that I, like I just said, they're, you know, they're paying for their extended health care, paying for life insurance. And then it's like, this is just another thing. Yeah. So definitely, usually people ask that or say that beforehand, they're like, uh, I have benefits, I'm covered 100%. And, you know, I don't necessarily need anything extra. Then once they see what they can actually claim on, they're more open. But sometimes that does happen. People are like, well, I was looking more for dental or, you know, chiropractic or like whatever, massage therapy, things like that. So I'm just like, well, yeah, those are those things are great, but they're not going to cover, you know, a lot of things that could potentially happen. So it doesn't come up too much, but sometimes you get the odd person that's just kind of stuck in their way. (laughs) And so you're like, well, okay, I'll just let you be. (laughs) I think if we were to buy into some kind of coverage for our family at this point, because you're right, we would never really need to use it. So what we both wear contacts, it costs us what a couple hundred bucks a year each for our eyes. And then, you know, an eye exam, which I don't know that you've had an eye exam since we've been married. So (laughs) Um, (laughs) yeah, and I mean, what the the twice a year dentist visits, which again, it's It's they're not that expensive. What I would end up doing to make sure I got my money's worth is I would be I would be going to like Cairo and massage and physio just just for the fucking hell which of is it. what a bunch of people do yeah oh, i'd yeah. just be going to use it to make sure that i was getting my money's worth mm-hmm. that's what a bunch <laughs> and of that's people what people do, do. yeah and so that's why we land in this situation where companies like green shields are like we're gonna drop massage therapy yeah. from our plans because it just gets used excessively and they feel it gets used unnecessarily and it probably does a very a a very large amount of the time because when you have this money and you're paying for it, like most people who have benefits through their company, you know, there is a little spot on your paycheck there that shows what you're paying for. Yes. That's so funny. I have like those benefits through my boyfriend's plan. And I, as soon as like it resets, I use all the massage that I can because I'm like, well, I can use it. So I might as as well. well. So you might as well. Yeah. So I know, like you said, you can't give out the name of the company and we totally understand. But for people that are listening that maybe don't have disability insurance, insurance or, you know, don't or have questions and don't know what's what makes the most sense for them. Um, Mm -hmm. Is there a contact or some way that they can get in touch with you and ask some questions or maybe look into buying some plans for themselves? Yes, for sure. So I have my own Instagram page. It's just at coverage with Cleo. So pretty easy. (laughs) And uh, from there, they can contact me or um, I can just give out my phone number on here as well or give it to Mark to post (laughs) along later. And they can just give me a call and reach out and everything is done over Zoom. So it's very easy process. Um, Promise the presentation is not going to be an hour long to explain everything. (laughs) I was pretty fast with Mark because I was like, okay, this is what I do. (laughs) It was good. It was good. (laughs) Well, especially because you get on Zoom with Mark and he looks at you like, okay, go. What do you have to say? Seriously, it was so like fast. And I was like, whoa, that was the fastest presentation I ever did. (laughs) But it was great because he was just like, okay, I want to know what you're doing. Yep, this is great. All right, let's just have you on the podcast. I was like, okay, awesome. that easy. <laughs> well, this is this is really good information though because like there's there's a ton of people who sell insurance yep. and you know very often like I said you you hear it you sort of glaze over you don't really know what questions to ask yep. and so just mm-hmm. actually having somebody who will 
explain it to you and make it make sense and see what makes the most sense for you because not every type of insurance is going to make sense for every no. single type of person. And then even just listening to this just makes me realize you got to fucking shop around. Yes. You have to shop around. Yeah. It's not all created equally as we're learning right now. <laughs> no, definitely not. So it's always good to even when people say, oh, I have benefits through work, I'm like, well, do you know if you have short-term or long-term disability? And they never know what they have. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, go do your research, check what you're covered for, because you don't want to have to be in that position. And then now they're not going to pay out. So that's the other thing. Insurance can be hard to understand. Like anything's hard to understand. And that's what I, honestly, that's one of the things that I liked about your presentation, where you made things fucking understandable. And it was it was it was simple, right? Like, I, I don't like going like I, I don't like going to like my mechanic and he just starts rhyming off all this shit and I'm sitting there scratching my head going, I have no fucking idea what you're talking about, dude. Like, let's slow this down and talk to me like I have no, like, like I have no idea because I don't, well, I do, but I, if, if I didn't have an idea. <laughs> I was looking at you like, that, you know exactly what he's saying, actually. <laughs> you know what I mean. You know what I mean. I just don't like being sold like that, you know, just yeah. throwing all this shit at me and then just, and, and hoping that I'm so bewildered that I'm like, yeah, no problem. Let's do this. Do you know what I mean? Well, and see, I just learned recently that this is actually what happens with our car insurance. So our car insurance was just renewed and we've got um, both of our vehicles, plus Mark's motorcycle, plus our home insurance, all sort of in the same policy. So Mark sort of throws it to me and I see it and I'm like, that's a huge increase from last year. Like, what the hell? What the hell happened? Yep. And... Um, so he said, oh, maybe it's from your car accident. I'm like, no, because I was not at fault. And the company that we're with is, you know, one of their claims to fame is you don't, you're not penalized if it's um, a not at it's fault not accident. So I actually have a friend who works for the company. And I said, would my car insurance have gone up because of my accident? She said, no, absolutely not. And so she's trying to tell me to like go through the policy, you know, talk to an underwriter to figure it out. Because she said, what happens is we work with a broker. She said, your broker just renews your policy. So if any little piece mm. went up in price in that policy, they're just renewing the whole thing, you know? And so I was like, this is all just so confusing. Like, I don't know what I'm looking for when I'm reading through those. And maybe some people do, and maybe I'm just dumb, but I have no idea what all of these little things mean. I have no fucking clue. You tell me you got to pay $200 a month for your car insurance. I'm like, okay. See, that's why I loved our broker when she was, I know. she passed. You know, I wish I knew that she, I wish they, I wish they reached out to her clients and said that she passed because I would have. Especially somebody like you, you, she knew, she was on a first name basis with she us. She was a regular because I yeah. would buy. <laughs> I would buy motorcycles like every three months, and so it'd be like, yeah, it was, it was, it was. He's it, rich. It, was, it wasn't horrible. It was great. It was a great. <laughs> it's a great, great time in my life. Um, and it would be like, I call her up, and I'm like, hey, and she's like, Mark, what did you buy now? It was like one of those things. I'm like, I bought this, or I'm thinking about buying this. I'm right at the, I'm right at the dealership now, or I'm standing in this guy's driveway right now. I'm sitting in this guy's garage right now. This is the year. This is the mileage. Can you tell me what this is going to cost me? And I, I wish I just, I wish they told. I wish I, they had told us. Yeah, yeah. we unfortunately found out that our broker passed because we called to talk to her about something about our home insurance and um it anyway. it was really nice to have somebody like like we were just saying, like with you, having somebody that we trusted that we could go to with like, these are our questions. You know, I would feel so comfortable calling her and saying, why the hell did my car insurance yep. go up this much? And she would break it down for me, make it simple, make it make sense. You know, talking to an underwriter, I'm like, you are speaking another language. I have no idea what you're saying to me. Hmm. I need simplicity. <laughs> There's always so many words people just don't understand. And they're like, what? And they just pretend to do because they don't 
really want to ask. And someone that's honestly, someone that's selling, someone that's selling you and is doing this, they know very well you don't fucking know. Yeah. And they know you don't want to ask because you're embarrassed to, to, to break the chain and ask the questions. And they, yeah. they just, they're banking on the idea that you're just going to go along with everything I'm but saying. But see, every single industry does that. Like know, even, even a, doctors, you know, you fucking... go to your doctor and you're telling them your symptoms and, yeah. you know, they don't necessarily know what's wrong, but they can see that you need an answer. Yeah. I've had this, I think I've actually mentioned it on one of our episodes before, but I went to the doctor one time because I was having this sort of like burning feeling on like the side of my head and like above my eye. And um, I had shingles when I was 25. So this sort of sensation reminded me of the feeling of when I had shingles. So I go to my doctor and I was like, you know, kind of scared because I was like, could it be that here I am in my late 20s now? Like, how did I even get shingles at 25? And now could this be happening again? Like I was freaking out and he's yeah. like, no, no, you know, you've had this feeling for three days. You know, the shingles would have come out by now, like would it, trying to calm me down. And then he goes to me, I just think it's seborrheic dermatitis, you know, hoping that I would have no idea what that is and not ask questions. I'm like, did you just tell me I have cradle cap? Like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. I would be the person that's like, oh, okay. <laughs> no idea what that is. <laughs> Thanks, Doc. But he says that to me and I was like, but I don't, like there's nothing there. I don't have any flakes. I'm like, no, you just, you just told me that I have like, like, like cradle cap or dandruff. Yeah, like dandruff, there's nothing yeah. there. There's nothing there. It's just burning anyway. But every single industry does that. They use their <laughs> jargon because wouldn't they it know... be better if he just if he didn't even tell you that he just he just prescribed sell some blue. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> you need this. <laughs> Put it on when you're in the shower. <laughs> no, no. He did something so much worse because I was adamant, especially after he said seborrheic dermatitis, and I was like, come on, bro. Like, what? What? Do you do? <laughs> come on. Bro. Who do you think you're talking to? But he did something so much worse because I was adamant that it felt like shingles. He goes, fine, I'll give you the antivirals just in case. He comes back into, he leaves the room. He comes back into the room carrying these big boxes. I guess they were samples, mm. but they say in very big letters on the front for treatment of herpes right, because right, I mean, right. that's the same virus, right? Yeah, and yeah. I was like, so you now want me to, uh, you know, a 27, 28 year old woman, <laughs> you want me to now take these, it like not in a bag, walk through your waiting room, walk through the parking lot. You just, you just want me to walk around carrying boxes that say for treatment of herpes. Okay. <laughs> You're like that's not embarrassing at all. Yeah. No, no, no big it, deal. It, it could be it could be a great tool to score a date because apparently you know if you've got herpes it might be difficult to score a date <laughs> and I understand why right I understand why you got to find someone else who's got herpes too so, so maybe if I that walk was... around with the boxes I find another well, yeah. man that you might find that single too. single herpes dude you recognize when I was 27 you and I were engaged right oh okay yeah. you might have been a little concerned yeah. let's take that all back I, I take that all back who who said that that's not Mark who said that. He said that. Who's that guy? Get him out of here. Oh, man. Awesome. <laughs> Is there, are there any insurance questions that you have for Cleopatra yeah, since we I keep wanna, taking I her off the track? I want, I want to know. I know this one's off the track, too. Do, do, are you gonna, is insurance your life? Is that where you're going to be 10 years from now? I'm just curious. And there's nothing wrong with that if that is. I'm just, I'm just really curious. Because I feel like this is an industry, like once you're in it, I feel like you're just you're, you're in it. I don't know why. Maybe I'm just completely wrong on that. I feel like you just kind of, you go with it and you just kind of move up to the next level or start doing something slightly different. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm completely wrong. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I don't think you're wrong. Usually people who are in insurance just are there forever. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, definitely. I see myself at this company for a long time. 10 years is like far <laughs> for me to think about. You say so now. <laughs> but <laughs> for most people, they're just like, 
I don't know, like I'm 28. So they're like, most people my age, they're just like, okay, I'm at this job for a few years. And then they try something new, but I'm actually really liking it right now. So we'll see. I feel like it'd be the next 10 years. And if I find something else on the side, that's kind of like side business or side hustle personally, then that would be awesome. But yeah, for now, I love what I do. I love protecting people. If you had a side hustle, what would it be? Oh, uh, so I don't know. Okay. Personally, I just started like learning how to trade. <laughs> so I'm kind of just into that. Nice. I know it's like super popular right now, but I just thought I would rather learn how to do it on my own than have someone else do it for me. Nice, nice. Yeah. I like it. But other than that, like, I don't know. I'm not like artistic or anything like that. Like, <laughs> I don't know what I would create, but <laughs> I'm sure I'd figure something out. Lots of time. Seriously. 28. I don't even remember 28. <laughs> That's how long ago it was. I don't fucking remember it. I really don't. How, how many years ago was 28 for me? A lot of years. You're old enough to be her dad. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, you would have been a young dad, but... <laughs> Now well, I'm really gonna stop talking. Young. Thanks. I well, thank you. That. You can come back anytime. That's good. You can stay. You can stay. Twenty. I didn't know you when you were twenty-eight. By the time I met you, you were thirty-three. Twenty-eight. I was. Uh, I was a kid, personal trainer, mm-hmm. living, living, living the kid, personal life. trainer Hard. life. I was <laughs> driving around in convertibles and. Uh, motorcycles being being Li- a personal living trainer. in the condo across from the condo we live now <laughs> yeah some things don't change <laughs> yeah <laughs> he actually decided last night uh that just speaking of the convertible that he's going to hold on to the car he has right now he just bought it brand new so he's going to hold on to it for another 10 years yep. our oldest daughter then will be years. able to will have her driver's license and so it'll become her car and he's going to buy a buy convertible back again my convertible. <laughs> he misses go, it so much i'm actually going to go find my convertible i'm going to find it and then i'm going to buy it back you're going to buy back the same one yes, that you that sold same that was already pretty old cool with yeah all right <laughs> I find it and buy it back such a dad thing to do I know. right <laughs> she's like my dad just did that <laughs> and i called no, him stupid <laughs> <laughs> yeah my first car was like a Toyota MR2. Oh, <laughs> those are nice. What year was yours? Was yours the first generation or the second generation? The first generation. and Those were so sweet. Yeah, but I was like 16 and my dad bought it and I was like, what the hell is this? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, he loved it. He literally drove it all the time. But that's a sweet car for a 16-year-old to roll around in. Like I had a buddy. He's, he's, he's been on the podcast before, Kurt. He's a lawyer. His family's always been car families. And this guy in high school, like you were, but it was his car. It wasn't his dad's car. He was driving around this Toyota MR2. And I'm like, this is so sweet. And his brother had like a convertible uh, Mazda RX-7. And like they just had like all of these kind of Japanese sports cars. I took it was the really- bus. <laughs> Yeah, that's the yeah. I, don't. I actually didn't. I actually didn't own my first car until I was Cleopatra's age, or maybe oh, wow. maybe a year younger. No, that's a lie. It was when I started dating you, so I was twenty five. Twenty five. When you got the car, okay. Yeah, right. I was twenty five when I got the car. 
<laughs> so yes, in high school I was taking the uh, bus. Yeah, no, I'm not a bus guy. I'd rather walk than take the bus. Yeah, same. Like, there's no way I'm getting on that thing. <laughs> you guys are snobs. No, we're not snobs. We just know what we like, what we don't like, and we don't like the bus. <laughs> you know what? It didn't help. Like one of the first times I rode the bus because my buddies knew like I'm not a bus guy, and I wasn't a pot smoker then either. And they got me so fucking stoned. I drank a six pack of beer, and then they're like, you know, man, just smoke some of this. And then we smoked, and then I rode the bus all afternoon. <laughs> Like that was what we did because they knew I fucking hated the bus. And then by the end of it, I was like, you know, it's not so bad. About four hours of just fucking being on a bus stone out of my tree. The one time, the one time I got Mark on a bus with me, we were going, oh, we were sucked. going back to our old neighborhood, like Midtown Toronto. We live in like the far east end. Now we're like right at the end of the. We're not even at the subway. We're at the RT, like right at the end of the line. Okay. And so I told him we're going to... It sounds torturous, doesn't it? She's like, oh, yeah. so, so, <laughs> so we were going to go all the way uh, midtown Toronto. So like half, basically like half of the subway line. So because Mark doesn't take the subway, he had no idea how long this is going to take. So we're on the train. We're on the train. After about 15 minutes, he's like, so like how much longer? I'm like, oh, buddy, this is going to take like 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I can't do that. I really can't. I'd rather walk. I'd rather be stuck in in traffic and not moving, but sitting in my own car where I have control and blah, 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 blah. I don't think I could take the the subway or bus now. I've been driving too mm. long, but it, I mean, when it's all yeah. you know, it's all you know. I guess in Toronto, it kind of makes sense. It's like a busier city. It's kind of better transportation than like in Edmonton, like you're taking the bus, it's like an hour and a half ride sometimes just mm. to get across the city. And you're like, why? But anyone, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a start running instead. Like I know, I know a dude. He's a massage therapist, and he's taken a couple courses with us. He mm-hmm. runs like twenty k to work. Like he puts a wow. backpack on with all of his sheets and shit in it, and he, and he runs for his commute. It's insane. I know who you're talking about, and every time you talk about him, it's I, insane. I think like to be his I love first it, client but- of the day. How fresh well, he does probably, he smell? He probably gets to work. <laughs> he probably works in a place where he can like take a shower and shit. I would I know. I'm I would hope I assume so anyway. he's not like treating his first client dripping in sweat. Yeah, right. You're like, oh, is that oil? <laughs> What? And if he, even if he doesn't, because at least, well, dude, just at least wash your armpits in the fucking sink. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, he he commutes f- with a run. I thought that was kind of. I cool. have a client who um she likes to ride her bike when the weather permits. She's not that far from here, but it's probably mm-hmm. a good thirty minute bike ride to okay. get here. Yep. And one day, super hot, like humid, sweltering day in Toronto, and she was my first client of the day. So I'm here. I've got everything set up. I'm just waiting for her. She comes in looking like she. Like, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, the most disheveled I've ever seen her. She's normally very put together. Like, her hair is all over the place. She's dripping sweat. Her clothes are stuck to her. She walks in here with her bike. And she's like, I didn't realize it was so hot and that it would take this long to get here. And I'm like, all I could think was, I have to touch you now. (laughs) Like, I have to massage you now. When I see that, because when I used to do, like, like, marathons and stuff. Yeah. It's like someone's like a sponge. It's yeah. like you push on them 
and just wet everywhere, dripping off the side of the table. Yeah. Is that what it was like? Uh, yeah. She was like a wet of, well, she was like, I'm just going to go to the washroom and like clean up Freshen a little up. before I come uh, come get on the table. I was like, yes, please. Mm. <laughs> like, she was literally drenched. I've never seen her like this. That's her okay. hair was stuck to her face. That's cool. It makes for a good story. <laughs> makes for a good story. Before we do wrap up, though, is there any anything else that you want to share with our listeners that we haven't really talked about today? Um, yeah, I guess the only other thing is that um, so we have like individual plans and then we also have family plans. So uh, like I said, you can cover your kids. So if you do have a young family and, you know, you guys are active, <laughs> we cover all sports, like all extreme sports, all those different activities in Alberta, right? Everything is so like <laughs> snowmobiling, hunting and all those things. And so we actually cover your lifestyle completely 24 seven, wherever you are. That's pretty cool. Right on. Yeah. This was fun. I think we, I think we, I think we made insurance sexy. What do you think? I think so. Yeah. If, if not sexy, at least a little more fun funny ridiculous so not sexy is what you're saying because <laughs> ridiculous and sexy are far from each other well i don't know we ended off with a story of a client with like her hair stuck to her face because of her sweat maybe we need to end off with a sexier story <laughs> kind of i don't sexy. know it, yeah that is kind of sexy <laughs> yeah, yeah okay, if we remove if we remove the whole biking thing yeah, on a hot true. day yeah. then... all right there we go insurance is sexy <laughs> Right on. This has been fun. Thanks for hanging out. Thank this you. Been- yeah, thank you so much. You guys have been listening to Two Massage Therapists in a Microphone. Peace.